0: But make it Hallmark. My name is Patty and I'm here with Ching Hey Ching Hi
1: Patty,
0: we're back. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> so soon. So soon. And, and the reason why we're back so soon is obviously we took a bit of a break the last time. But as you guys know, it is already October and by the end of this month, we will be starting our countdown to Christmas. <laughs> october 23rd is the uh, first exactly movie. the first yeah. movie and so given that we figured we might as well uh, have one more theme before we start the madness that is christmas and we're still cooking up uh, a special surprise for our christmas episodes uh, so this one will be a, a quote-unquote normal episode and, and hopefully we put a spin on how we do these the most important time of the year comes around Xingai, how have we been
1: well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say I've been needing a lot of Hallmark lately, so this comes at a really perfect time.
0: I don't know about you, Chingai, but I tend to listen to a lot of music when I'm feeling feels in general. I literally make playlists every month and music is obviously a big part of my life. So, it's interesting that this week's theme revolves around music and how Hallmark, I guess, interprets that. We get a lot of Hallmark Christmas movies that are related to music, and a lot of them, of course, are very country, which is an interesting take on it because, obviously, there's so many kinds of music. But today, this episode, we will be focusing on five movies. From the Hallmark Cinematic Universe and their different takes throughout the years of what happens if you want to produce an A Star is born <laughs> type <laughs> movie, but make it Hallmark.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's reaching a little bit, but Yeah, yeah but I think that's like messy. the most recent.
0: That's the most recent uh, musical movie, I guess, that I think Hallmark tries to reach for. So let's get into it. We'll start our first of five movies with a bit of a surprise. It's the first (laughs) movie is called Wedding at Graceland. Wedding at Graceland was made in 2019 as a sequel to a Christmas movie called Christmas at Graceland. It stars Kelly Pickler, yes, of American Idol fame, and Wes Brown, who we liked from Check Into Christmas last week. So it goes a little something like this. After a romantic Christmas at Graceland, Clay, Wes Brown, and Laurel, Kelly Pickler, planned their wedding while simultaneously juggling their very different parents.
1: You know, seeing you here last Christmas was one of the best days of my life.
0: Clay, get to the point! Will you marry me? She said yes! You really are Prince Charming.
1: Wedding at Graceland.
0: All right! (laughs) I'm shaking
1: my head. <laughs> we haven't even started.
0: And you cannot see Ching guy but let me just describe her. She doesn't look happy, yet, <laughs> to say the least. Let's get into it. The overall conflict of Wedding at Graceland, which is, of course, a sequel to Christmas at Graceland, is that as they plan for their wedding, Clay and Laurel realize that their parents just aren't cooperative they're, they're pretty much like opposites attract in a way and it obviously isn't doing well for everyone so what happens when you have a stressed bride and you know crazy parents obviously things ensue so there is no necessary meet cute in this movie because obviously we already meet the we've met this cast in a previous movie so instead i'm gonna focus on how they got engaged and it wasn't Too bad. Wherein Wes Brown takes her to, unfortunately, Graceland and right outside, like, the house. He pops the question and the daughter is there and, and, you know, and is all for it. And I have to preface this by saying I am not a Kelly Pickler fan. I didn't like her on American Idol. I tried to like her in Christmas at Graceland. That didn't happen. And this is, like, the third time I'm being subjected to her. I still didn't like her. Subjected to her. (laughs) So it was difficult for me to really appreciate what was going on in this movie. I-, I do appreciate some of her wardrobe like she had really nice like color block dress that was like blue and yellow color blue and yellow but her wardrobe was also all over the place and this movie is all over the place because the main conflict that they're having a difficult time planning their wedding had the stupidest reasons okay number one the parents couldn't get along fine 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 that's a bit valid but they hired this wedding planner or they felt compelled to hire this wedding planner who wouldn't listen to their shit that is the stupidest wedding planner ever if you're a wedding planner you listen to the bride and groom and that wedding planner had nothing could not even, like, bother to listen to them. So I found that super annoying. And of course, I'm just finding all the little shticks to it. At the end of the day, if you peel away all the drama of the wedding, I, I just tried to, like, focus on, you know, their chemistry. And given that they're already engaged, obviously there was no almost kiss, maybe that's why I just couldn't get into it. I just wasn't feeling them as a couple. I cannot stand, in all caps, I wrote, I cannot stand Kelly Pickler. I felt like it was a waste of Wes Brown, because he's so That's exactly
1: attractive. what I wrote. Yes. Waste
0: of Wes. It's a waste. I said, poor Wes Brown, what a shame. Uh, the one time, the one time in the movie wherein they had some chemistry is when they actually showed the singing. It is a country movie Apart from it being in Graceland, which is why it's music, uh, Wes Brown plays a record producer kind of thing, like, slash, Mm -hmm. like, artist. And Kelly Pickler is a banker, but that's not her real passion. During their engagement, her friends. And family come over to this bar wherein they get, like, forced, quote-unquote, to perform. And they do a medley of Elvis songs because, again, we're in Graceland. And, okay, Kelly Pickler, I'll give it to you. You have stage presence. And that was the one time in the entire movie wherein I felt like, oh, okay. I, I see why. I see the flirting. I see the chemistry between them. But one music performance does not make a movie. You just make a music video. I... I just can't. If they had changed her, I would have given it more attention. I just couldn't. I could not,
1: it. I didn't watch Christmas at Graceland, and I'm glad that I didn't <laughs> wait, waste two hours of my life on the prequel to this. I feel like this movie is such an affront to Graceland. Coming from our last podcast, where we did the Caitlin Doubleday Adrian Grenier, Christmas at Graceland, that was really great. And then to be subjected to this was just, like, <laughs> it was horrible. Your one light in this like dark dark movie was the the performance i didn't even find anything like valuable in it because i feel like yeah kelly pickler you're an american idol but you don't have to overperform i just felt yeah. like she was overperforming all the way through it just it, it, it irritated me so much this is this movie is like meet the Fockers but make it hallmark <laughs> and it's not it's not funny Right, you have the the Wes Brown's parents are like super goofy, quirky, over the top Southern. Kelly Pickler's dad is a major and she has a stepmom who's super prim and proper and and they just don't do it right. They don't yeah. <laughs> the kid is annoying, I did not like the wardrobe. It's really a waste of Wes Brown.
0: He was really handsome in it too, and he was so patient in the movie and just like ugh. I'm just not a fan of hers. West Brown, justice for Wes is what I say for this movie and I can't I don't want to waste any more minutes on it, guys.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Moving on. So from 2019 we're we're going back in time to 2012 to a Hallmark. I think this is a Hallmark drama movie. Yeah. I I watched this um, I think in the summer because it had Trevor Donovan in it, and I had no idea that he could sing. I had no idea he had any, any you know, music skills, but apparently he does. The title of this movie is Strawberry Summers from 2012, starring Julie Mond and Trevor Donovan. High school music teacher Beth Landon puts herself on the line when she invites world-famous country singer Jason Keith to perform at her Rural Town Strawberry Festival. A one-hit wonder with a horrible rep, Jason spends more time with Beth, and his attitude fades as they encourage each other to realize their deepest dreams as talented musicians.
0: Bury the Bunch. Uh Oh, shoot. Here we go. The Berry Bunch. (laughs) Festival management at your service. Yes, sir. Ray, it's so nice to see you. It's been a long time. <laughs> Beth Landon. Jake, this is Beth, the Strawberry Festival Queen, and the reason why you're here.
1: So I'm not a fan of country music. <laughs> We're just... in the wrong episode. <laughs> I know, but... I well, Hallmark loves their country music, so all right. I like Trevor Donovan. I'd seen this movie floating around, but I like refused to watch it because of the title, "Strawberry Summer." Like, what? What is that even about? But then, like, yeah, the, I was particularly bored one day, and I said, "Okay, fine, I'll do this." And I was surprised. It it, it wasn't that bad, but it was also very ridiculous. He plays this like bad guy jerk country star who needs a career boost. So he's brought to this town that has a strawberry festival where, like, literally everyone's wearing red, (laughs) dressed like strawberries. You've got a strawberry king, a strawberry queen. Anyway, he's, like, the headliner of this festival to, you know, drum up buzz and all of that. And, of course, like, he hates it there, but his manager is making him do it. And then the strawberry queen, who's played by Julie Mond, is assigned to, like, take him around bring him to dinner and all that and suddenly like his cold cold bad boy country music heart melts (laughs) while he's surrounded by you know this this lovely lovely little town (laughs) it's really i don't know it's kind of stupid but then (laughs) but then i watched it you know so who's the fool just a love story I was getting into the story Julie Mon is a good actress I like Trevor Donovan even if he's like geared up in all these you know really all the country outfits here. and stuff like, like really really rhinestone cowboy kind of thing but they decided to mix it up and add her add again this music from the heart angle where she's a <laughs> teacher Okay, so she's a teacher and you know she inspires the Glee Club and you know, come on, Glee Club. And when she and him start to develop a friendship, he obviously wants to help the kids. I think like the weirdest thing in this entire movie is like when the kids have to sing when the saints go marching in. (laughs) But then she forces them, she forces them to change the lyrics and forces them to sing, put in the word strawberry festival in the when the saints go march. Oh my god, I can't. (laughs) I can't. I can't. That said, I finished this movie, and watched <laughs> it twice, and I actually think they have chemistry, and I no, like
0: the kiss. I like the kiss. They're cute! Like, for mm-hmm. all the oldness of this movie, 2012, and the tackiness of the costumes, they're cute. The girl was not annoying, even if she was in an annoying situation. Like, I felt like her as a character was not bad, but like, the unfortunate job she had to do with the kids. But like, they were cute. I actually enjoyed it. Also, like, I was shocked that against my better judgment, I enjoyed it. So, you know, sometimes Hallmark surprises you. I don't know.
1: I think it really matters who they choose to act in the movie because That's it. We we rose above the strawberry-ness of this movie and believed the love story happening. I really like the kiss Cause So he takes her out to dinner. This is when they're starting to have those authentic conversations and whatnot. (laughs) He brings her home. And he's attempting to kiss her and she gives him the cheek and you think it's over, but then actually she goes after him and she kisses him. So Boom. you know, for a for a twenty twelve movie, I really like that. That was pretty progressive. Ooh. The way to go, Julie Mond. I did not know that Trevor Donovan sang. I think Okay, this movie kind of won me in the end because like it turns out like he had this like secret persona where he was pretending to be like like country singer at heart, but turns out he grew up in New York and LA and he's really not a country guy and he's going to write his own songs and be who he wants to be and just be authentic. When when that he revealed that part of himself, I was like, "Okay, okay, I'm not like an idiot for like actually liking
0: this movie." <laughs> I don't know what you think. I actually like looking at the rest of the movies. What we will be discussing later on. This one wasn't actually too bad. It <laughs> rated pretty highly-ish, average. Like it was mid. It was mid, midway for me. But given all the things going against it, the oldness of it, the children, the singing of the children, it felt like it was like trying <laughs> to be Glee because it was in that era, twenty twelve, and all that. And I was just like, ah. But. Oh, all things considered so I mean good job Trevor Donovan and Julie they Moore did this, for sharing
1: this they did this part where th- this comes up a lot in the Hallmark where um, he's actually like allergic to strawberries <laughs> <laughs> For he's forced to eat them so he, he develops this allergy and you know she's putting calamine lotion in him and you know like tending to the sick to the sick guy so that, that's cute there are a lot of cute moments like barring the strawberry aspect of this movie so i think it's worth a watch and and the children in the marching
0: band (laughs) yeah so not bad all things considered yeah (laughs) moving on from our oldest movie in this episode to our latest movie this, guys, is literally hot off the press, guys. We recorded this on a Monday, and it literally just showed, like, yesterday, Sunday. It premiered yesterday yeah. on the Hallmark Channel. It's called Country at Heart, and it stars Jesse Schram and Niall Matter. <laughs> and it goes a little something like this. A struggling country singer meets a Nashville songwriter in need of inspiration. Teaming up to write a song, their work gets complicated, but results in both a hit song... And true
1: love. I want to sing, I want to write, and I want people to hear what I have to say. I think you're really talented, and I'd like to hear more of your music. Tell me again what the deal is. We write a song, you and me. A new song for Duke Sterling. You just said Duke Sterling? Where do we start? Sometimes you need a helping hand.
0: Are you imagining that something's going on between me and Duke? How do, How do I work? start with this movie? Okay, let me preface this by saying, Nile Matter has grown on me. Considerably. From the first movies I watched him in to now, it's like, oh, I actually kind of look forward to seeing him in movies. I liked him in Frozen in Love with Rachel A. Cook, and there is no Rachel A. Cook in this movie, instead, we get Jesse Schramm, but I still liked him. I actually look forward to seeing him. He plays the slightly cocky bad boy thing to a T, and this time he is a writer of country songs, like a producer of sorts, but then He's writing for this big country singer. And uh, Jesse Schramm's character is a struggling slash wannabe backup singer again. And I don't know if it's all their voices, but it's interesting, I guess. Let's put it at that. The main plot line would be that they just, she wants to, you know, make it big. And he's trying to write a song. And obviously they collaborate. We meet them when he is struggling to write. He gets sent back. He gets sent to her hometown where there happens to be a fall music festival where our country singer dude is going to be playing and so he's there trying to compose a song for him in all in the middle of all of this and he's out in the park he's with his guitar and you know just chilling on a park bench trying to write the song and jesse shram comes up to him Super confidently, and just goes like, "Oh, why don't you try like a whatever whatever chord?" I'm clearly not a musician. I don't understand what the f- they were saying. But then he was he found it a bit like naturally. If a stranger quote unquote comes up to you and suddenly tells you what to do, you would also be a bit taken aback. So I don't mind, and that's kind of where we get the tension from. This guy is like, "Who is this lady?" And spoiler alert: obviously they get along and are able to produce music together. So I thought that the meet was interesting to say the least it's usually the other way around where and it's the girl who's like a damsel in distress and here they kind of turn that trope on its head where he's the guy in distress because he can't seem to write a song and here she is kind of helping him solve all his problems having said that (laughs) it all kind of goes i wouldn't say downhill from there i would just say it goes nowhere for me from there maybe i was tired when I was watching this, but I, I, I will be honest and say I fell asleep in the middle of this. And when I woke up, I was neither interested in neither interested in catching up and being like, oh shit, what did I miss? I was just more like, all right, it's fine. I'm sure I can catch up. So I'm sure there are gaps in my memory and in my notes as I made this. But there were cute moments. I'll give it to Hallmark. This movie was supposed to show up in A Little Romance earlier in the year. Then they delayed it to The Fall Harvest, which I think fits way more. So that's good. They had, of course, pumpkins and they had baking. And, you know, pumpkin baking, the positive, it made me want to eat pie. So that's cute. They were like, they had that almost kiss <laughs> kind of thing. Of course, it's in the baking, kind of like a montage in a way. There was the These guys, Niall Matter does a lot of heavy lifting here. Jesse Schramm wasn't bad. I just wasn't rooting for them. There just wasn't any pull for me. And you know what's sad? I also like the third dude, the, the country star. I watched a really, 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 really bad Christmas movie with him in it because I thought he was, like, kind of handsome. So there were two guys that I was rooting for in this movie. <laughs> a girl that I was kind of meh about but not, not actively hating. And yet, yeah, nothing. It didn't quite do anything for me. What about you, Chengai?
1: Okay, for, for two actors that I do not generally like, <laughs> Jesse Schramm's Christmas movie I vetoed, I like uh, took out of our lineup last, last time. And then Niall, I, I talked about him like, when we were <laughs> discussing yes, this did. movie. I was like, kind of, ugh, like that. I, I, I feel like for two actors that I don't generally like, I feel like they actually work well together. <laughs> so, in their mediocrity, <laughs> they found some kind of magnetism there, I guess, but not enough for me to care about this movie as well. I wish they would have focused on Niall's singer-songwriter persona, And aspiring country singer Jesse. I wish they had focused on the two of them. Instead of bringing in a third person and adding, like, a kind of a very forced love triangle here, where suddenly the the famous dude is interested in the country, aspiring country singer, then it gets all mixed up. I just, I remember I I was texting Patty that, like, (laughs) this movie just doesn't want to end. It just. (laughs) It just keeps going and going and going. It's like, well, I don't care about anything in this movie. Yep. And you know what? It, it's like, I wish the songs were good. were yes, There was nothing. There was really nothing. This movie reminds me of... I think this was the last River Phoenix movie, the, the, oh, that right. thing called Love. Okay. So that's Samantha Mathis and River Phoenix and uh, Dermot Maroney. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot to live up to. <laughs> okay, sure. so yeah, uh, this this just did not make the cut. I'm yeah,
0: sorry. I, I, I rated it below average because despite having Lucas Bryant in it, Niall Matter, both of them I wrote for, Jesse Schramm, I wasn't, she's not offensive. This movie was not offensive, but it just didn't have anything else going for it. The music wasn't it great. It was nothing. Yeah, so I felt like it was just coasting along. And it. I feel like we deserve better considering how much it's, they put into it.
1: It's not even a manicure movie, I would it's
0: say. It's not. It was a nap movie. Wake up. Continue and you'll be fine.
1: If you need to get off your melatonin, <laughs> watch Country at Heart instead.
0: <laughs> Having said that, I, I rated it a, a bit below average, Same. and and just like move on. Guys, okay, so it's there are other things in Fall Harvest this this season. Check those out. You will thank us. And when we're back, two more movies. Will they save this episode? I sure hope so. <laughs> when we're back. Okay,
1: so here we are with our fourth musical movie. <laughs> For this episode, we're moving back in time to 2015 with a favorite autumn racer paired with Jesse Metcalf for a country wedding. A famous country singer set to marry a glamorous Hollywood actress returns to his small town roots. When he crosses paths with his childhood sweetheart and finally feels inspired to write songs again, he re-evaluates his life, his values, and his opinion of true love. As his wedding day approaches, he must decide if he has chosen the right woman to be his wife.
0: Jesse Metcalf, the country superstar. Welcome home,
1: Brad Bird. Autumn
0: Reeser, the hometown girl. Begin to see how important it is to hold on to your
1: roots. In a story of coming home to your heart. This magical relationship. It only happens once in a lifetime. I don't think you should settle for less. I watched this movie a while back when it was new. And I had no inkling of Chesapeake Shores. I didn't know Jesse Metcalf from there. I just thought, oh, that guy looks familiar. I'm going to watch this Hallmark movie. Now, after having met his character from chesapeake shores i feel very differently about this movie because i feel like patty did mention that this this felt like a character study for him and it feels like they grew his character in a country wedding into his character in chesapeake (laughs) shores the movie centers around him so he's like this famous singer he's got a famous actress girlfriend he goes back to his hometown meets his childhood friend Autumn Reaser is a delight. She can do no wrong. She will make even the worst movies better. And she she manages to conjure chemistry with anybody she's paired with. Same goes for this movie. It it, it felt natural. She, she really did feel like, you know, someone who worked on the ranch and very country. And as opposed to his... Kind of, like, glamorous... (laughs) Glamorous (laughs) persona. (laughs) Yeah, so he goes back to this house and rekindles his relationship with the country and all of that, and suddenly he wants to stage his wedding here. So they spend all this time together, you know, doing doing the legwork for the wedding while his actress girlfriend is, you know, wherever, LA or something. And so, of course, they're spending time together. Feelings are caught, and... Suddenly, she's trying to convince him not to marry his actress girlfriend. And he refuses. And this is where it, like, gets messed up for me. Because, Jesse Metcalf, you should be so lucky that Autumn Reeser is running after you. And, because she did not have to do that. Autumn Reeser could do so much better than this guy. I just wish Jesse Metcalf weren't so cheesy. He just, he's so cheesy! I wish... He's so annoying. I wish he... I I don't know. I wish he had some kind of, like... (laughs) I don't know. Lobotomy. (laughs) 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 Personality, lobotomy, and brain, everything, lobotomy. Because he's just cheesy. And I feel like it's just not right that she's running after him because he does not deserve her. That's all.
0: (laughs) I think the biggest thing for me in this movie is that, wow, he had a fiancé the entire time. I think that's huge. They never really make the lead guy have a flaw in a sense where I'm like, no, he's a good guy. This guy is basically cheating on his fiancé. They kissed. They kissed right? while they were dancing. Exactly. And he was, he was still they engaged. Kiss- I'm so mad. Exactly. I wrote it in all caps. They kissed at the bar, whoa, Cheating. This is nuts for a Hallmark movie. I realize that, again, I, I concur with everything you said about Autumn Racer. She kept it real, despite the cheating, which I'm usually not like a fan of. And especially it jarred me because it's Hallmark. It came from a place of truth for her. She played it very real of like, you know, they had feelings when they were young. He was a friend. They rekindled. And like, she ran after him and she professed her feelings. I thought that was pretty brave. And that was amazing, and she was so wow. And yet, my one note for Jesse, despite this being a country movie, and he's a singer, is that he was literally just one note. (laughs) There was no melody to him. He's one note Jesse. He brought that entire character to Chesapeake Shores. There's a reason why I don't like his character. Trace there as well. And then I realized they matched the two of them again in, like, A Christmas Under the Stars. And, like, I think it was, like, last year. And again, I was still, like, not in love with Jesse and still rooting for like autumn god damn it hallmark stop pairing jesse metcalf with autumn racer autumn racer deserves better you know what we should see autumn racer and west brown yes Boom. done hallmark are you listening you know jesse metcalf hope isn't so. isn't bad looking like you know
1: he, he's, he's he's not he's, he's pretty handsome and i know that we always talk about how you know if you're attractive you can get away with anything well not if you're jesse metcalf you, no. you can't
0: <laughs> this is just bad <laughs> i think it helps if you have a personality and you're right because of the lobotomy that he requires there was nothing underneath Mm -hmm. so you may be good looking but shockingly we actually want some personality too so let's we, we we walk that back pretty people can do anything sure but if you have personality, you can do everything. This makes
1: me feel and better. Huh? It. It's like we, we were after substance yeah, but, after all.
0: Yeah, look at us. Who knew?
1: They do the they do I, the I, barnyard I, wedding, pretty nice. I, and this was twenty fifteen, oh, nice. so Pinterest was kind of in its heyday, I guess. When you all those yep. DIY weddings, it was pretty. Yeah. Oh, Another thing about the actress fiance, so she falls oh, wow. under that category again of the model girlfriend. Why do they have yep. to be so horrible? I mean, let's add some dimension when it comes to the third party and make them interesting and not make them the bad guy. She also had this awful, you know, I I guess this is my nitpick when it comes to Hallmark movies. I just keep noticing the hair and her platinum blonde was like really bad. It, It felt like stiff and a wig. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it didn't look real. Nothing about this girl looked real, and cheating is not justified. But if you put her next to Autumn Racer, yeah, for sure. So Hallmark, do better, be better. Justice too for Autumn. I petition a Autumn and West Brown movie. I think that would make up for yeah, that would make up for a lot of stuff. But. Let's start somewhere, guys. Overall, I rated this average because the best part was Autumn and she carried it for me.
1: Average, yeah.
0: (sighs) (sighs) And with that, I just want to say thanks everyone for sticking around because I know it's been kind of rough, first couple of movies, first four movies. But I promise you, it's all worth it in the end because we bring you to movie number five, In the Key of Love. Starring none other than... Beautiful, beautiful, talented Laura Osnes. And, surprising, Scott Michael Foster. I don't know if you guys watch Greek. Cappy! it's... Cappy is here. It was so surprising to see him in mature clothing and non, like, frat wear. Non-rob so, Thomas hair. <laughs> exactly. So, this was done in 2019. And it is something like this. So Two years after leaving town, photographer Maggie is reunited with her ex, Shake when his sister is getting married and wants Maggie to shoot the wedding. When Maggie and Jake decide to sing the bride's favorite duet, sparks are reignited. Maggie? Jake and I were actually a singing duo, Colby and Case.
1: I hadn't seen him in two years when the two of you were singing.
0: It's like you never stopped. I never sounded as good alone as we did together. Let me just caveat this by saying that that plot line when they say when she and Jake decide to sing the bride's favorite duet, no one made any decisions in this movie. They were forced. I think the one nitpick I had in this movie is everyone just kept bullying everyone to do something. No one wanted to sing. You got bullied into singing. They didn't want to do this. You got bullied into doing it. And all because it's a wedding. And I guess weddings are stressful and I get it. And everybody just wants to give in to the whims of the bride. But this is tyranny and I'm not for it. But <laughs> that's not the main conflict. But that's, that's what, what happens right with
1: weddings.
0: I know, I know, I'm just, uh, I hate it. Okay, the conflict is that they're both doing something they don't love, meaning she went on to become a photographer, pretending that it's the passion she has and he went on to produce music for this like up-and-coming singer when really all they want to do is sing with each other and they kind of reveal slowly as we go through the movie why they fell apart because obviously this is her ex and all that i thought the meet cute was fantastic in that the sister played by andrea brooks Yay! i love her so it's so nice to see you when calls the heart alums in this movie she's marrying i gotta call it out she's marrying a very handsome african-american man who actually should have his like own yeah like,
1: definitely
0: uh, he should have Walmart. his own movie he's, yeah he's handsome mm-hmm. he feels like the older i don't know if you watch how to get away with murder but wes the character of wes there the actor here who plays the fiance of the system, <laughs> so far, he looks like an older brother like which i like so handsome So, nice. It was nice. So, anyway, the meet-cute is that Maggie is, of course, a photographer. And she doesn't know that it's for Jake's sister's wedding. So, when she sees the bridal, like, registry, she's like, Colby? Roberts? Oh, my God. In her head, she's like, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Jake's getting married. Jake's getting married. Jake gets off the ferry and greets her. And he's like, Maggie! And then she goes... Like, who's the lucky girl? Because obviously she's like, this is her ex. She just wants to fish. And then he goes, oh, it's my sister. And you can tell Laura Osneys is relieved as fuck. So it was cute. Obviously, it, it sets the tone of like, there are still feelings. I want to call out, like, apart from the fact that I love Laura Osnes and anything she does, anything. She looks so cute in this movie. She the does. Yes rivaled say, is it um all summer long? So With good. Autumn Reaser in the preppiness and everything. She's so cute.
1: High waist pants. So
0: all her her arm candy. Love. Everything. The chemistry is cute. He's kind of like this like super hyper guy, and she's this chill girl, and he's always like, How can I be chill like you? as he downs like four cappuccinos, <laughs> and he, he's not used to like the country life, and she's like, you know, you're a city guy, blah blah. You move so fast, like here, we're all just chilling. Then as the movie progresses, he obviously chills a bit more, and they get closer, they have more meaningful conversations, authentic conversations, and their almost kiss happens. After they go on a canoe ride in the middle of the night, and you know they kind of splash in the water and they fall off the canoe, so they're all drying off the, in the in. And somehow they're very they're seated very closely on this like wrought iron like two seater. Yeah, house. yeah. And uh, he has his arm around somehow, her. He yeah, had his arm around her, and she's sitting awfully close. And there are somehow like a bazillion candles lit. Who had time to write? Uh, you know, light any of those. But he looks so nice quote-unquote disheveled with like a hoodie that she's drying up and she's a bit shivering and they talk about you know making it work and she's like do you want to make this work and she's like yes but what happens if you go on tour how long will you be gone he says a year and she kind of you know the look of like dejection on her face And then he kind of leans in for a kiss. But then she's like, girl, get a hold of yourself. This guy is leaving. And she goes, maybe we should go to sleep. You have a big day ahead tomorrow, which is the wedding. So I found that cute because it felt mature that, again, they were going to talk about it. Like, they admitted they wanted to work things out. And yet, despite the problems and yet they do the adult thing and not just fall into something that you know is not going to end well given they haven't really resolved anything so I really like that Laura Osnes is a gem Scott Foster is a revelation he needs to be in more Hallmark movies I was shocked by how attracted I was to him in this. I mean he's a bit chunkier now and but you know lots more to love And just, I liked it. I really, really, really liked this movie. And not just because we compared it to these four others. When I watched this standalone, I realized I really love Laura Osney's. And I could, I've, I've literally watched this movie multiple times every time it comes out on Hallmark. So I liked it. What about
1: you, I'm a I'm a Cappy fan. So I've loved <laughs> I've loved Scott Michael Foster since his Greek days. So as soon as I saw that he was coming out in a recent Hallmark movie, I was like all for it, and when I watched it, it, it totally lived up to all my Cappy expectations. I, I like how he's he's just so funny. He's funny, yeah. he doesn't take himself too seriously. There's this one part that I wrote down where he asks her, Hey, are you okay? And I like that. 'cause you know it it doesn't mean it's nothing it, you okay, but it means everything I like that it it's like he's concerned for her, and I also like how they compliment each other in that he is like a worrywart and she's very chill. I like that dynamic I like how she calms him down usually in hallmark they they do the the reverse where the girl is the the type a and the guy's the You know, Devil May Care, but so I like the way they did it here. I love when they would harmonize together. That was good. I remember. You know, I guess I like a movie when I wake up the next day and the song is in my head. So Ah, the song from the song from this movie was in my head. So yeah,
0: worth fighting for. Uh, Yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah. They did have a kind of cheesy salsa dancing moment (laughs) where they were forced to dance (laughs) with each other, but they. Make it work, I must say. Yeah, I really love them together.
0: any dancing is always A-plus in my book. And Scott Michael Foster is a big guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's tall. the towers over. Tiny Laura, again, height differential, I'm in. And Laura is delightful. She's one of those, just like Rachel Boston, she's a delightful actress. And I'm so excited to see her in more Hallmark things. So seeing the preview for a royal something Christmas mm-hmm. with her in it, and errant divide. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! That's all my Broadway dreams come true. I'm super excited. This movie was amazing. More Laura Osney's. Less Kelly Pickler. And we will be good.
1: Also, I love the Pacific Northwest. And they set this movie in Washington and Piedmont Island. And I love it. It's so picturesque. You have your fairy, You have your little train. Your quaint little train. You have all the flowers. I just, I love this setting. After all the movies we had to watch in Graceland and like Memphis, yeah! this, uh, this was, this was so refreshing. I really loved it. It was so. It was so no, beautiful.
0: I, you're right, and this is tiny, but I'm just gonna call it out. There were some movies where, and they have a photographer character, and the photographs suck. <laughs> well, this one, her photographs were great. Yeah. So kudos to the props. Good department job for, for making
1: not... the girl the photographer this time.
0: Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Oh my god, well, there should be like a photographer movie with Paul Campbell <laughs> and Laura Osnes. <laughs> <laughs> I am all for it. Laura with everyone. Paul with everyone. Yeah. As you guys know, we have our favorites. Mm-hmm. Overall, I love this movie. I love if There's this. one thing you need to watch from these five. Obviously, forget everything else and go with this one. One of my favorite movies, also the best song out of the five. Mm-hmm. Also the best wardrobe out of the five. Just the best. Just the best.
1: This goes up into the Hall of Fame. Yeah.
0: It does. It does go up into the Hall of Fame. This goes into my list of favorites alongside Summer Villa and, and, you know, Bottled with Love. And yes, maybe we didn't gush about it as much, but I think that's the beauty of it. It's not like a palpitations, like every single scene you're dying, but this is more like a chill, enjoy it. It kind grows of on you. It, it grows, it sneaks up on you, this sneaky movie, and we love it. So yeah, check it out in The Key of Love. And when we're back, <laughs> Mary kill. Welcome back to F Mary Kill.
1: Every episode, we go through the five movies we've watched and pick an actor to fuck, to marry, and to kill. So let's start with our fucks for our music episode. <laughs> Patty, can't look, Patty can't look me in the face as we're. <laughs> as we're. Face timing right now. <laughs> I I I have a feeling she's got some feel feelings. You know. Okay? Let me go know. ahead with this first. <laughs> okay. I would like to preface my fuck as you know. I thought about oh. this and I feel like this is a pity fuck because this guy, <laughs> this guy just he felt like second fiddle throughout the entire movie and he just he just needed a break. So that being the pity fuck I would give him, it would be Niall <laughs> Who I previously killed in a in another episode I remember. So for yeah, let's bring, love, him, let's bring him let's bring him back to life. Um I'll give him the pity fuck he needs.
0: <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I like that you prefaced it. So for me, my fuck oh no. It's actually a um it's a threesome. I am going to do a threesome with both dudes from Country at Heart. So, Lucas Bryan's oh. character and Niall Matter's character, you know what? These guys have so much tension between them. Can you imagine <laughs> them in the bedroom? Yes. Resolve those issues together. I will watch and maybe participate. Yeah. Uh,
1: so my we welcome is
0: both the dudes from Come You welcome Confian.
1: throuples here.
0: Yeah, you welcome. But you go first <laughs> and then I'll take them after. Since so it was a pity fuck for you. Mine is more I'm actually like I, I, I am somehow strangely. I don't know why, but now I'm attracted to Niall Matter. <laughs> I didn't see this coming. But ever since we've been watching these movies, it's hit me hard. So yeah, and Lucas Bryant I've already <laughs> liked. So yeah, I'd like them both. Uh, and technically they build Lucas Bryant as almost like an almost lead mm-hmm. in this so I think I, I don't think I'm shooting no. in
1: this no yeah. okay yeah.
0: bravo what's
1: <laughs> okay. your <laughs> okay I'm marrying Scott Michael Foster because he no, he was not the best movie and I like I mean yeah he's kind of type A but I feel like Laura Osney's I'm very chill I think that would work we would work well together I like him yeah
0: I would actually marry <laughs> oh god what is this <laughs> What is this laugh? <laughs> I would take Wes Brown ah. from Wedding at Graceland. I hated the fucking movie, but I loved him. And I would save him from Kelly Pickler and her horrible family and her daughter. Uh, <laughs> his parents seem cool. They, they're a bit, you know, hippie dips. But you know what? I could mm-hmm. deal with them. And my parents are chill, so I think like they could they, they would match up pretty well. But also, he was so caring in this movie, and he was so understanding. He was always just looking out for her, and she just didn't give a <laughs> fuck about him. So you know what, West Brown, come into my loving arms. I will take care of you. We will take care of each other, and we will make this work. You want to live in Graceland? Sure, I can do Nashville. You want to live elsewhere? We can travel. I really like West Brown, and I thought he was such a sweet character who deserved better, and so I will give him. Good that for food. you. <laughs> With confidence. (laughs) Movie was shit, though. Movie was shit. (laughs) Moving
1: on to kill. I'm gonna kill Jesse Metcalf from A Country Wedding because he's a cheater, and cheaters don't deserve the light of day.
0: (laughs) I also killed him. Oh my goodness! I also killed Jesse Metcalf's character, yes, because he's a cheater, and because Autumn Reeser deserves better. I like how we're we're in agreement
1: over this. We're in
0: agreement here. And I like that Yeah, we actually cross over almost Mm -hmm. all. Um, I just added a thropple <laughs> to my fuck. Uh, but yeah, good to know we're getting married elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So all right. You can come to Graceland and visit me. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: th- thanks everyone for bearing with us as we trudged through four awful movies
0: and one really good one. It makes up for it, I have to say. It it really does. Uh, thanks, Chinggai, for struggling through all of these with me. They were actually enjoyable despite them being not great. That's the beauty of Hallmark. No matter how bad they are, you just still kind of feel like, okay. Sometimes, cool. sometimes uh, you need a watch hate watch. Another one.
1: And a hate watch, it was.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, though, next time you hear from us, we'll be recapping the first uh, couple of uh, Countdown to Christmas movies. So we'll see you then. And until then... You know, just uh, tweet at us at Make It Hallmark. Uh, if you have any movies that you've seen that you're interested in or to follow all our shenanigans of all the other movies you've watched. And maybe follow us on Instagram. We don't know what we're doing yet. At, but Make It Hallmark over there too. All right. So we'll See ya. See you guys. Bye. And-